keeping a home, opening a successful business. People, are you ready? Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. Get ready for Leave on the Loose, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. You're a player. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. Welcome to the Liebcast. Lauren Lawrence, one of my buddies told me we should call it the Liebcast, and I'm casting at you right now, and I'm going to tell you why. What a week we had. It starts off, I don't know if you heard this, first, and it was like in a microcosm, I, I think I, I my lunch came up. I hear second quarter GDP plunged to the worst ever, 32.9% worse, worse than the Great Depression. But you didn't have a second, a second to digest that. You didn't get a second to think about how that's going to affect the foreclosures tsunami that we were talking about. You didn't get a second to think about the small mom and pop businesses because the master of distraction came to town. This guy is the best marketer I've ever seen in my life. A lot of you are like political and you're like, go Republicans, go Democrats. I went to business school, like uh, Kelly. And I think this guy is just like, we're in media. You got to learn a thing from him. Here's what the Trump does, right? He sends this tweet. He writes, with universal mail-in voting, not absentee voting, which is good. I'm not sure really what the difference is. 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It'll be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. And with that tweet, everyone forgot there was a GDP worse than the Great Depression. This guy, so now we have to give him service and we have to say to ourselves, because I am a lawyer and I, I hear the president saying to themselves, hey, we're not having an election. And I don't know if you're familiar with investments, how investments work, but when an election year is coming, there is all this this angst, anxiety about the market. The market doesn't know what to do because there's going to be different regulations. And he just stirred the pot right there. So I said to myself, I went to Racket Lake Boys Camp, Lauren. Did you go to Racket Lake Boys Camp? Uh, no, because you're a girl. We didn't allow girls in Racket Lake. across the river. Oh, yeah. No, you wish you were across <laughs> the lake. So I knew about the spirit of Racket. And you know what you do when you were a camper? You call up Perry Grossman. And I know this guy, Perry Grossman from camp. First of all, the best soccer player you ever met. But Perry Grossman... He became someone, you know, some of us become schleps when you know kids from when you're under 10. He is working with the ACLU and you know what he does? He works for the Voting Rights Project. And he's been at the front line about this voting. And Trump says in this thing, he says that mail-in voting, not absentee voting, is the most inaccurate and fraudulent. I don't understand the difference. So Perry Grossman, you're on the air with us. Tell me what I'm talking about because I don't get it. Hi, Andrew. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I don't get it either because there's no difference between absentee voting and mail-in voting, uh, except I think the president seems to understand that absentee voting is done by Republicans and mail-in voting is done by Democrats, and he'd prefer that Democrats not vote. So just so um, we're clear, I just want to be crystal clear. Absentee voting and mail-in voting are exactly the same thing. They're, they're exactly the same thing. The only thing we could possibly talk about with respect to a difference, is he referred to universal mail-in voting. Universal mail-in voting is where instead of people going to the polls or applying for absentee ballots, every voter, every registered voter is sent an absentee ballot directly, and they can either put it in the mail or they can go put it in the Dropbox. And there's only, I think, five states that do that. Um, but one of them is, of course, the very, very Republican state of Utah. 
Um, none of these states have seen high levels of fraud. In fact, I think it's something like six ten thousandths of a percent of, of mail-in ballots over the last 20 years. I just want to, uh, I just want to cut you off, Perry, because I'm hearing, yeah. I'm hearing you say Utah. And I'm thinking to myself, Utah, like this is the Mormon state. This is, I don't know, they, they don't even have the full, the full alcohol content in their beer in Utah. Like this place is, is conservative, conservative. You wrote an article about this and you actually mentioned this. I don't know if everyone knows, but Perry is a famous guy. He writes for Slate. And in Slate, he wrote this article, Bill Barr's strategy to undermine confidence in the 2020 election. He wrote this back in June. You knew this was coming. And you spoke about Utah back then, too. You said this conservative state of Utah, one of the five states that does this, and you're telling me there's no problems. There's no problems at all. This is a perfectly good way of running elections. The states that run mail-in elections actually have pretty high turnout. And uh, it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. Democrats and Republicans tend to vote by mail in, in roughly the same numbers. Didn't Trump, so, didn't Trump, I just want to understand because I do what the Trump does. Like he said, he's not getting that, that test because it goes up the nose and he doesn't want to get, and it hurts him and he's a tough guy. So I say to myself, didn't Trump do the mail-in voting? I, that's what I thought I heard. I think Trump did the mail-in voting and Trump may have actually committed voter fraud because I think he said he was voting by mail in Florida, but that he actually lived in Manhattan. Um, you're well, that's another story for another election. day. That's way too much for me. But, yes, but the president and, and a lot of high-ranking White House officials are perfectly comfortable voting by mail, uh, and you should be too. The only recommendation I'd make is that apply for your absentee ballot early and mail it in early. Well, I want to talk about that. You just said that, and I read that the post office tells you that you have to do it at least a week early because I'm hearing that there's fraud. What happens with the postmark? People are changing the postmark date. I'm scared, Parish. Are people going to change the postmark date? Is there someone at the post office that's going to change the date and make it no good? No, no. Your, your mail-in ballot is absolutely fine. The only problems we're going to see are because the post office is overworked and underfunded. The Trump administration right now is doing its best to really put the put the post office, um, you know, on its on its heels. And um, well, that's because they work with Amazon, you know, and Amazon. Right. Uh, it's definitely Bezos. Bezos is behind all of this. All hail Bezos. And here's the <laughs> thing, though. I'm seeing that there's issues with misstorted mail. How if they didn't sort my mail right, Perry, that's where because there's someone there from the Democrats. That's what I heard. And they're going to sort the mail and the Democrat mail. You know, they put the stamp on an angle so they'll know right away. And that's going to be the one that they don't. Why aren't I afraid of that? Yeah, because all of that is is. Uh... It's, that, that it stinks about as much as the back end of a horse. And I would tell you that you are absolutely fine putting your, your ballot in the mail. The only thing you should be concerned about with respect to mail-in voting is do your best to mail your ballot in early. People might postmark it. They might not. Um, overwhelmingly, they're going to. But we saw in some elections in Brooklyn, they missed the postmark or the postmark gets in a little bit late sometimes. We're working on that right now. There's actually litigation at the moment uh, in front of Judge Torres in the Southern District of New York. But for, for, the, for the voters out there, you know, just mail your ballot in as soon as you can, and that way you, you can have confidence that it's going to get there on time, and you're going to help out the poll workers on Election Day. You're going to help out the uh, people counting the ballots by getting your things in early and, and without question. So I want to get into how we're going to get our ballots early and everything else, but I have to tell you that I was on the Facebook yesterday, and I get all of my valuable information from the Facebook, and I read that there's going to be foreign governments that are putting in fake ballots into this thing when we have the mail-in voting. And I think the Chinese, you know, they already sent us this virus. So what did Trump call it? The Kung whatever? Kung Fu Shmoo? I don't know. I'm, I'm very <laughs> afraid that the Chinese are infiltrating. How come I don't have to be afraid of the Chinese? They're very sneaky people. Did you know that if they were to work with the Japanese, they can get the ninjas out? It's a whole to do. 
Yeah, I mean, this is this is such a complete nonsense theory. And I'll tell you, Trump, Trump and Bill Barr have just been throwing out nonsense theories to try and undermine your confidence in the elections. The fact is, in every state, we have election officials, Democrats, Republicans. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Perry, because Bill Barr told me about these vote protectors, because I think that if people go into person, in person, there's going to be a vote protector. I've I've went to these voting booths and they're very scary grandmas there that are checking me out. Why am I not? Why are these people not necessary? Don't we have all these vote protectors when we go in person? Well, I'll tell you, you might not see vote protectors in your neighborhood. There's certainly scary grandmas in, in your neighborhood and mine. And we live in pretty, uh, pretty nice neighborhoods, pretty white neighborhoods, pretty affluent neighborhoods. But uh, Bill Barr and the folks from the Republican National Committee back in the 1980s used to send these vote protectors, uh, whether it's law enforcement, retired military, with ballot security armbands on there. Uh, and they were out there intimidating minority voters. You know, this is a form of voter suppression. This is a form of voter intimidation. We should be looking out for it. We shouldn't be tolerating it. Um, but, you know, there is no real threat to elections. Trump is out there because he is terrified of losing, that he doesn't want a legitimate election um, to undermine his, whatever it is. He's, he so let's he's talk doing. Trump. Let's yeah. talk Trump, because I know that he once said, and I want to make sure that uh, because he's going to change the election. He goes, they want to delay the election. And he said, when somebody is the president of the United States, and I know he's the president, when somebody is the president of the United States, the authority is total. And that's the way it's got to be. It's total. So if he has total authority, why can't he just delay this election? Yeah, he definitely doesn't have total authority. I've, I've he said it, though. Yeah, he, say, he says a lot of things. I've read the Constitution cover to cover more than a few times. And uh, I'm not sure what, what document he's looking at. So who has power? But, uh, who does this election stuff? Yeah, it's Congress. It's it's Congress and it's the Constitution. So it, it, if we were to move the election, it would take an act of Congress to move it off the first uh, Tuesday in November. And that is not So Nancy happen. would have to agree. Nancy would have to agree. And she'd have to agree with Mitch. And they're not buddies, Mitch and Nancy. Mitch, Nancy, and Donald would all have to agree, and they are not buddies. So even if Mitch and Donald agree, Nancy, and you could like her, you could dislike her, you could like Mitch, you could dislike him, I don't care. These people aren't having supper together. Like, I'm not seeing them agreeing to change anything. Do we agree with that? Yeah, we agree with that. And the fact is, Mitch, by the way, pointed out that we had elections during the Civil War. We had elections during World War II. We had elections during the Great Depression. So Perry, we hold elections. You said that, and I want to point out that I read that this mail-in balloting has been happening since the Civil War. So what I'd like you to do to wrap this up, because I think it's important to get out the vote, and that's why I have my friend Perry Grossman, a top attorney. He's at the New York CLU, which is a division of the ACLU. He writes for Slate. Tell people how to go vote. Tell them how to get this registration. Yeah, you can hop online, Google your Board of Elections. You can actually apply for your absentee ballot uh, by email. You can call up your Board of Elections to request your absentee ballot and, and fill it out, mail it in as soon as possible. You'll be good to go. And if you want to vote in person, I strongly recommend voting early. You'll have nine days before Election Day to go do it. Uh, it'll be big places, clean, easy, in and out, uh, lots of parking. So strongly recommend vote absentee, vote early, and uh Get out that vote, everyone, and wear a mask. Thanks so much, Perry. We'll be back after the commercial talking about some real estate issues. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. 